0: Thanks for hanging on. Murphy Houston here at Mile High Magazine. Hope you're having a great uh, Sunday. And now we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics in all the land, the Dumb Friends League. And joining me is Scott Kanuski, who's the Senior Manager of Marketing and Communications and kind of the new kid on the block down there, huh, Scott?
1: Yeah, I've been, been here about six months now, so still getting my feet wet for sure.
0: Well, listen, there's a lot to do down there to get your feet wet. That's a fabulous organization. You are lucky to get that job.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, And, you know, once you come in, you you start to realize just what kind of an impact the league has uh, almost statewide
0: here. Oh, yeah, and and even on a national level, some of the things they've set up over the years, starting with Bob Brody and now April Steele, they're noted, I mean, countrywide for what they do for animals. And uh, it's a fantastic thing, and now you're part of it. Congratulations on that.
1: Uh, Thanks, Murphy. I appreciate that.
0: You're a CU boy, so you fit right in. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, go Buff. (laughs) <laughs> Go Buffs. We're we're hoping this year, anyhow, let's get that team going. Let's so. Yeah, let's let's do that. Well, let's talk about one of Colorado's favorite events with dogs. It's kind of a fun run coming up. The annual Dumb Free Friends League Furry Scurry is coming up on Saturday, May 7th. 29th year for that, which is hard to believe. Talk about that, Scott. What's it all about for those that are moving here to Colorado and don't know about it?
1: Yeah, can you believe it's a three decades' worth? I no. Mean, just, just amazing. And every year, um, you know, it happens in Wash Park, the great thing is this is the first year we're back in person since 2019 just because of the pandemic. So we're really looking forward to getting everybody out there. We've already got you know, a real good response, and we feel like people are are ready to get back in person and get out there and walk and help raise funds for the Dumb Friends League.
0: And that's the bottom line there. But the Furry Scurry is just a, a great way to meet new people and pets meeting pets, isn't it? Dogs in particular.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you get several thousand people out there. Dogs get to see and walk walk around through the park it's just a great time to get out and enjoy the enjoy the day
0: well how many people typically it is a thousand or more people isn't it yeah we're we're looking to be back around that four thousand mark oh my goodness yeah it's amazing
1: that that many people will come out what's what's even funnier is that we'll have another several thousand out there that aren't necessarily registered they just come to hang out and have a good time and you know that's that's what it's all about and you know, hopefully some of those people do decide to register while out, they're out there because all that registration, those registration fees or funds raised for the Dumb Friends League goes to the all the wonderful homeless animals that we take care of. Year oh, round. yeah.
0: All the money goes right there to the wonderful shelter on Quebec Street, uh, the Buddy Center, the Equine Center, the Harmony Horse Place. And it's just fabulous what they've done with all kinds of animals. So, I mean, there's a lot more than just walking your dog around and talking to people. There's a lot of stuff going on, isn't there?
1: yeah yeah absolutely. We got some pet contests you can sign up for. Uh, we've got demonstrations like the rough fly ball. Uh, you can see dogs you know going through agility uh, training. It, it's really amazing. Then we got the the flealess market. Uh, so lots of vendors out there showing some stuff off, um, and then one of the cool things this year actually we're we're adding Quiznos is coming out, and Ooh. so is the Denver Beer Company. Oh, and so yeah, with your registration, you just uh, for another ten dollars, you get a sandwich and a and a beer, or a beverage of your choice for uh, if you're twenty one years or older. So it's. Such a great deal and just a couple of those cool new things that we're adding.
0: Yeah, that is one of the new things. They didn't have that before when I was down there with my mutt. Holy cow, a sandwich and a beer can't go wrong. You're going to have to come out, Murphy. Well, there's no doubt. I'll probably sneak right in. But if uh, I should register, how do we do that?
1: Yeah, go to uh, furryskurry.org. We'll take care. It's got all the information. I mean, if you just want to learn more about it, you can go check it out. You can also register individually. You can put together a team. You can fundraise from the page. Um, Yeah, org is where you want to head to.
0: Well, and we should point out, too, Scott, that you don't have to have a dog to participate. If you just don't even have a pet, you might find one down there at Wash Park, but you can just come out and participate, can't you?
1: Absolutely. You know, lots of people don't. They just come out there to help raise funds and enjoy the sunshine, and you, you don't need to, but... If you are uh, looking to adopt, uh, you know, look me up and we'll see if we can take care of you. That's not a problem.
0: Do you typically, I can't remember this because it's been a couple of years, do you bring dogs out to adopt? So we have in the past. I don't believe we're going
1: to do that this year. But, um, you know, if if you are interested in going or interested in adopting, you can just go to DDFL.org. That's the, the Dumb Friends League's website. And, and scroll through and check out what kind of dogs and cats and Guinea pigs, uh, mice, horses—anything you can—you can, you can check it out on the ddfl.org website and see if maybe you can find a dog to, to bring to furry scurry. Oh,
0: that would be great! It's like I always say: if you can't find your family a pet at the Dumb Friends League, you really don't want a pet. Then I don't think because they've got everything down there,
1: don't they? They do. We we really do. It's wonderful. Um, you know, you you never know. We of course, you know, dogs and cats and horses are, are kind of the mainstays. Guinea pigs. But every once in a while, you know, we'll end up with ferrets or chinchillas. You, you just aren't sure. So it's always good to to check it out and just see what we got listed.
0: Plus, just to go down and see what they've done for the remodeling process at the Quebec Street Shelter is unbelievable, isn't it?
1: You know, it, it's amazing to, to – when I'm down there and I walk some people around and maybe they're they're looking for a dog, because they but they haven't been down in a few years, they're just like, did you guys do something different? and so that you know it's it's amazing to come down and walk through and and people recognize how how much growth we've had um one of the the coolest things too is the kennels for the dogs we we really put the animals care in mind and so i mean they have heated floors we can pipe in nice soft music for them they have natural skylight uh it's just yeah we've gone to to the nth degree to make sure these animals, while they're here, are well taken care of.
0: I don't have that stuff at my house, Scott. I mean, what's the deal? You and me both. (laughs) You and me both. (laughs) But here's the cool thing, and I I have to talk about this because it just amazed me. The first time I went down, April and Steele, who's the the big boss, CEO, big boss, invited me down for a tour. And when you used to walk in to the Dumb Friends League shelters, the dogs would be barking, barking. You walk in now, you don't hear barking. And I'm thinking, what's going on? Well, what they've done with the glass windows in front of each area where there would be a dog, they've kind of done this swirly thing with the glass where half of it is frosted, the other half is clear. But because the dogs can't see the other dogs through the clear part, the frosted part, they don't see the other dog. They don't bark. Do I have that right? Is that how that works? (laughs)
1: Yeah, you've got that right. It's kind of neat because the frosted glass also gives the dog a sense of privacy. So if they really don't want to be, you know, looked at, or they're just trying to catch a nap or whatever, they'll kind of walk behind that frosted glass, and that's where they'll sleep. And they don't they don't feel like they're being imposed upon all the time.
0: No, I mean it keeps them calm. That's what I notice. They're just kind of kind of in their own thing.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and, and, you know, that's what we want. We want them to feel at home, you know, until they find that forever home. We want them to be comfortable and and just enjoy being here.
0: And the process of adopting down there is the same as it's always been. You go down there, you find a dog, you sit with the family for a while to see how it all fits in. You can even bring in, if I got this right, Scott, I don't think this has changed because it's been a while since we adopted our little bear dog down there, which we still have, that you can, uh, if you have another dog, you can bring them in to see how they get along. Is that correct?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you can bring, you know, and and we recommend that we want because we want to make sure that those dogs get along or a dog and a cat get along. So, you know, when you do adopt, that animal doesn't come back to us. We want them to, to go to their forever home and be happy. And we just want to make sure, you know, that's why we also encourage bring down the whole family, the, the kids, and the kids too. We want to make sure everybody's in a, a good situation.
0: Well, since we're on the topic of dogs, I believe you were telling me that the league right now has an abundance of dogs. What's going on with that?
1: Yeah, you know, we've seen that in the last month or so where we've we've taken in quite a large number of dogs. I mean, whether they're they've been relinquished to us or whether they're strays We're just seeing the numbers have risen, Uh, and so we're really, you know, we've reached out to the public and and our community, and we've seen a response, so we're really hoping that that continues, that people come in to adopt and help these numbers start to go back down, because we want to make sure these dogs are you know, being, getting to those places where they're going to be loved and taken care of forever.
0: Oh, for sure. You don't want them sitting around. You want to get them adopted out. Do you think that maybe is because of COVID? Because all you heard a lot of during the couple of years, two and a half years or so with COVID, when it was, everybody was hunkered down, they were taking in pets. They were adopting pets for companionship. But now that we're getting out again, are they kind of relinquishing those pets?
1: You know, it's not we're not seeing it as COVID puppies uh, and we're not necessarily seeing it as COVID directly. But, you know, with the way the economy is going with people, you know, regarding COVID are are heading back to the office. Those numbers are starting to rise. And and so COVID is a contributing factor, although maybe not necessarily the direct, you know, the only factor. But we're just seeing some changes right now across the country. and, And it's not again, it's not just here at the Dumb Friends League. Uh, we're seeing it in shelters uh, around the front range. We've seen it in shelters around the nation. So it's it's kind of a nationwide issue right now, and that's why we're really trying to put this out there, that, that we need help adopting some of these animals out.
0: And what a perfect time to do it. With summer coming up, the dog can get outside. They're not going to be hunkered down during the winter. During breaking in a new pet, you want them to feel all you have to offer at your home, and the kids will be out of school soon to help take care of them. Now is the time to probably pick a dog up.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, I'm so excited. Springtime, like you said, summer's right around the corner. Murphy, you know some people, so if you can get rid of this wind, we we would really appreciate it.
0: It's been awful. Two weeks of this. I Today seems to be better. Now they say it's going to calm down, but it's been awful. I mean, I can't even play golf. and You know how that's going to affect me. Can't get out and play in that yeah. wind.
1: <laughs> well, absolutely. I mean, heck, my, my strokes are bad enough uh, without the wind. <laughs> I don't need true. that wind uh, affecting me.
0: So let me ask you: the the amount of dogs you have is at both shelters on Quebec Street and the uh, Buddy Center.
1: You know, we've seen actually. All three shelters. We also have our San Luis Valley Animal Center down in uh, oh, Alamosa, right. and and all three of them have uh, are pretty close to capacity. Um one of the one of the great things about us is we do tend to you know if one of the shelters doesn't have as many animals we'll we'll shuttle the animals back and forth and we have a transfer uh transfer department that takes care of that but right now with so many animals we're we're not able to do that as as nicely or as frequently because you know you just don't have the capacity.
0: Well and on your website you can see pictures of dogs and pets available for adoption. Can you not
1: yeah, absolutely. You just, yeah, ddfl.org and you can scroll through and you can, you know, there there are options on there, which is great because you can filter out if you just, if you live in Castle Rock and you just want to look at the Buddy Center, you certainly can and see what kind of dogs they have there. But, um, you know, we encourage you to look at all, all three facilities and, you know, if there's something we can do where we can maybe transfer a, a dog that you like from Alamosa up to Castle Rock or up to Denver, we can probably help you out with that.
0: Good idea. Another big event you got coming up, and not that far away, is the uh, Harmony Horse Expo. You've done that for about 10 years. Talk about that a little bit, because that is a fun family event.
1: Yeah, our, our Harmony Equine Center, it's our 10-year anniversary of that. So this year we're at the, uh, the Harmony Horse Expo, which is, is a two-day event. Uh, family is fully welcome. You can come down to Franktown and, and see. You know, we, we put on some clinics. We do things like uh, show folks how... Uh, Horses get loaded up into a trailer, you know, so it's not just for for folks who are horse oriented. This is for everyone. Everyone can come down and they just kind of learn about the equine center in Franktown. You can also learn about, you know, care of animal uh, care of the horses there. And um, it's really cool. We have experts come in to kind of display what they uh, what they can do and and what just to help teach those who are down there checking it out.
0: It's a great event. And speaking of the Equine Center, the big event is Lulu's Barbecue this year, which is always at the Equine Center in Franktown, end of July. A little different this year, calling it Lulu Palooza, but it sounds like fun. How do we get involved with that now, Scott?
1: Yeah, again, ddfl.org. Uh, you can go there and, and learn about that. It's a, one of our uh, another one of our real big fundraisers um you know we'll have a live music we've got a silent auction it's just a, a great time to get out and just enjoy you know being at the the harmony uh equine center which as you've seen murphy is just a fantastic oh. facility for plenty of equines
0: oh it is it is and if you get down there early for the lulu's barbecue they have a little horse demonstrations going on down there and it's interesting to see what those uh wranglers do with those horses they're quite a crew aren't they
1: yeah they are that's amazing. They all have uh equine backgrounds, so they they are just wonderful they're they're right at home out there with with the horses uh it's really really a neat event and uh, you know you can get down there early like you said and get a tour of the facility and just see how beautiful it is.
0: Okay, a lot going on with the Dumb Friends League. You can adopt, you can get involved, you can give money. But the big one, the one coming up just in about a week, is the Furry Scurry at Wash Park on May 7th. And, Scott, before I let you go, give us a rundown again of how do you get involved and what you can do to help.
1: Yeah, go to furryscurry.org. You can register there. You can sign up a team. You can fundraise from there. Uh, remember, again, all, all the funds and the money that you raise goes directly to the Dumb Friends League to ha- help take care of uh, all the homeless pets
0: and animals that are in our care. Well, Scott, and I'm going to see if I can get your name right again. Is it Kanushki? Kaneski. Kaneski, close. You're not a Milwaukee close boy enough. like me. You'd think I'd get that. I'm sorry about that. Well, welcome Don't to worries. the Dumb Friends League. and uh, He's the Senior Manager of Marketing and Communications, and we'll see you in Wash Park on May 7th.
1: Murphy, I'm looking forward to it, and I really appreciate you having us on.
0: Anytime you need help, you just call us over here at Mile High Magazine because we're uh, near and dear to the Dumb Friends League. And you take care of yourself, Scott. Thanks, Murphy. Yeah, you guys too. Have a great week. Have a good what's left of your weekend. Smile High Magazine. I'm Murphy Houston. We'll talk soon.